um, I guess we can just get into uh, this reaction to uh, the reaction to the Fit Lauren interview. Um, very interesting because I already realized like what I was setting myself up for. I'm super busy. Like I I've got so many stories. Like I need assistance, not C E but T S. I need assistance. I really do. I wish I was working with a staff because I I haven't got enough hours in the day. Like I'm I am transcribing hours and hours of interviews relating to the Overwatch League. I'm transcribing hours and hours of interviews. Um. Uh, re relating to this Amit Rosada Echo Fox stuff. I am uh, in touch with Amit Rosada himself, who has now decided that the truth is very important. <laughs> you know, lied to my face, hired lawyers to lie to my face, hired a PR agency to lie to my face and to the public, but now the truth must be told. So I gotta disseminate all of that fucking bullshit. Um, so there's that. There's another top secret story I can't even talk about, which also involves transcribing hours of interviews. Um, and then now, what, the nip thing? Like, cool. I got I to gotta encapsulate, you know, seven years potentially of, of mispractice and, and lies. So I've been on the phone today. That was what I was doing earlier. Even Calling people up. Get in touch with uh, right, Nicholas Fiscu again. Um, and been like, look, I got your old interviews from back in the day, never used them. Um, but, you know, I understand you weren't very well. You're a little bit stressed out. You want to just do some fresh ones? And he's like, fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay, cool. He goes, I'm back. I'm better. I'm ready to talk about this NIP shit. I want all the truth out there. Let's fucking go. So, all right, cool. Let's set up a time. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, players reaching out to me i got guys from all their new teams i heard one story i won't say the team yet because i'm gonna write it out write it up uh this is what nip did to a team they said uh, I, I saw it in black and white so i can say this they said uh to them yo you're gonna represent us in a game right and we're definitely gonna bring you into nip all you have to do though is go to this tournament Tag up as NIP, say you're in ninjas in pajamas, wear the tag, you know, um, we'll, we'll handle all of that. And then that's when your salary starts. That's when the contract starts. So this team went, did it, called them up, said, yo, we played, we were NIP. The orgs just straight ghosted them for like a month afterwards. Like, go fuck yourself. That's right. So now that is a trick from the old school days at esports. That is like some 2003 bullshit right there. That is like, you know, that was considered like a known scam in 2005. Like, so uh, they're bringing it back. So I, I just got, I just got so much to to do and and so much to uncover that it's just, it's just, mo it's just a monumental amount of work. Like I just cannot even begin to sort of think about how I'm going to do it. So, you know, I got to sit down, and I guess it's going to have to come out in chapters um which which means you know like we got we got to start it in 2012 2013 got to go back dig up all the old company documents dig up all the old contracts I'll, I'll i'll show you something as well i'll give you a little spoiler of what's going to come when we when we get to uh sort of doing this direct response because I, I you know i'm also kind of like thinking probably should address some of the things they said in this uh statement they put out today
which uh, which we'll, I'll bring up now. Um, I, I saw this came out, the response to interview with former NIP player, it's called. Now, this is interesting because um, they, they, they released this, like I say, I, I woke up to it. It happened while I was asleep. And this is uh, a, just a wonderfully vague title. And I was thinking, like, that's a bit strange, isn't it? Like, to just put a statement out and call it response to interview with former NIP player. And then I realized why they did that. And it's so anybody who doesn't know what it is, anybody who doesn't know who we're talking about, you can't find it. <laughs> if you're just some fucking delusional NIP fan who never goes on Twitter and never goes on Reddit, there's no need for you to know, actually. There's no need for you to actually know uh, who, where to find the interviews and who they're talking about. You know, it's Fiflaren. It's one of their legendary players. And even in even in a dispute, you would like to think there would be some respect there, some civility. Like like you could say his name. You know, we're not talking about an ex, like like some it's like some bitter divorce where you know you don't see the kids anymore, so you just call her the witch. You know, like or something like that. This is Fiflaren. He 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 probably said more shit than any player in that fucking team did more than any player in that team in terms of like how he had to change himself and took the most flack for the org and everything and you ain't just gonna say him you ain't gonna say his name in this you're not gonna mention him crazy right and then um this even in the first sentence they uh, reiterate that over the past few days our organization has been listening to accounts of former players and staff about their dealings with nip between 2013 and 2016 and it's like, well, wait, what, what What do you mean? You've been listening to former players and staff, plural. Because this is... Uh, that's interesting, isn't it? Right? And then, of course, between 2013 and 2016, what they're trying to do is tie it off with a little tourniquet, you know, tie it off. This is the gangrenous part, like when you've been bitten by one of them wolf spiders, you know? And then fuck you get necrosis. It's like we just tie it off. <laughs> we can we this bit rots away. We cut it off. Look, see, perfectly fine arm. Didn't it used to have a hand? Nothing to see here, folks. So that's pretty much their 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 style. They're making it absolutely clear that there was this three year period, and it's it's like some ancient history that that's nothing to do with them. Um, but again, just the, how vague the opening statement is, like former players and staff, it's like, no, specifically it's one former player and not just any player, a player who played in the legendary lineup, your dynastic lineup, um, uh, you know, and, and played in two iterations of the same business. Very strange. If you, well, it would appear very strange if you didn't understand the mechanics of these things um i'll show you something at the end that i think you'll enjoy because i always like to have a little you know i like i model um a lot of what i do when i'm trying to do broadcasts or trying to do gotchas or anything like that even sometimes in my writing do love it you know do love a good magic trick reveal at the end do is that your card you know, and then you go, no, and then I go, ah, no, but it was this one. You know, like, I love that. I love that kind of reveal. So I got something great for you guys at the end. I hope I haven't 
overplayed it. I've just been watching a lot of Penn and Teller lately because I fucking love those guys and they're getting old and I'm scared. Scared. Uh, anyway, so we wanted to take some time to provide a thoughtful response to this online discussion as well as ensure we had the full uh, context. As the NIP leadership team, we feel strongly that to be the kind of organization we want to be moving forward, it's critical that we learn and grow from past experiences. Okay, means you maybe have to acknowledge those past experiences. You don't do a good job of that in this statement. Equally, as a relatively new management team in NIP's long history, again, see the recurring theme? We're relatively new. We are relative, we just got here. The building was already on fire. And how were, how were we supposed to know? Uh, only directly managing the org and players since 2016, we have dedicated all of our time and energy to recovering the organization from its turbulent past and mismanagement. Now, this I like. Their strategy here as a business is is one I actually prefer. If you if you've got to if you've got to have a strategy rather than just tell the truth, and that is that. Rather than lie and deny, like 99% of esports cunts do, because, you know, whoa, the truth is like fucking poison to these people. Like, yeah, you fucking tell them the truth. Like, I don't think your idea is very good. Yeah, cutting them out. <laughs> it's, it's, it's unreal. Like, people just uh, cannot deal with, with the truth at all in this business. Um, they're acknowledging it's true as much as they're willing to do, but what they're doing is they're saying it's true but it wasn't us. True, wasn't us. True, we weren't there. True, we're not guilty. So this is um, th this is a strategy I at least respect. It's a strategy I at least respect because it's not going to call me a liar. It's not going to call Robin a liar. Some of it's going to turn out they were lying. <laughs> but, but, but you know what I mean. But at least this is the more noble middle path if you've got to try and wriggle out of some bullshit so i i i You're admire real journalism that's right guess um, i'm playing more siege and i'm here now instead of sleeping nice nope. you go for it moon moon mori appreciate the seven months dog right <clears throat> we've dedicated all our time and energy to recovering the organization from its turbulent past and mismanagement so they acknowledge mismanagement there's a number of things that happened in NIP's past before our time, again, recurring theme, and direct oversight. In both instances, we aim to be open and accountable with our fans and to put lingering issues from the past right now and in the future. With this in mind, there are a few background details to some of the issues raised in the past week that give some useful context when we look to the future. So it says, NIP leadership and situation between 2013 and 2016. Prior to 2016, NIP and DigLife, the investment company, brought on to help the management team financially at the time, operated separately with no day-to-day -day involvement from DigLife. So this is the company that had ties to the LGB team. I think there was another team. I, I can't remember. It's a Norwegian uh, company. Um, and they came in after the initial money uh, disappeared from the 2012-2013 run of NIP, back when it was Swedish... Oh, what the fuck was it called again? Swedish Esports... Something... Stockholm Esports Productions. Sorry. Stockholm Esports Productions. That was what NIP were called as a business. And in it were many businesses, like the Heat PCs, 
there was something else. So obviously, the Stockholm Esports productions were there. That was when they used to go to events because they, they did like a Copenhagen Games and it was a broadcast thing because lots of people wanted in on the uh, on the streaming side of things because it was still relatively hard to do. Not a lot of studios. And no disrespect to Risk, who's come a long way. Risk, the Danish cast that was pretty fucking awful back then. You know, he was really bad. Uh, my my assistant editor at Cadred at the time wrote an article called This is Ridiculous. Great, we always did great titles at Cadred. I'm super proud of that. And uh, basically, the the premise of the article was if if Risk or Rizik uh, is the only commentator doing all of the games, like it's going to kill the scene. Because uh, in the same way, like you had Babam doing all like what was left of one point six. You had Risk, right. you know, doing all of the CSGO and uh, what was left of the Source tournaments, and it was uh, it was pretty heavy, you know, it was pretty... It wasn't, even a real he, he wasn't ready to be right. a soul, like, the guy who was doing soul commentary. He had a, he had a producer called Phoenix as well. Um, but anyway, like, he's come a long way since then. I think he knows it. But and it's a sad story. I, I don't... I, gained no pleasure at the time from saying i thought he was shit because i think he had a relative who died and left him a lot of money and he saw an opportunity he took the money and he thought right i'm gonna pursue my dreams and i'm gonna be a commentator it was just he was bad so it's like you know it, it, it's a tough one sometimes you've got to like you know if if, if a care bear <laughs> is um you know 99 of the time it's love and rainbows but that one time it accidentally tries to have a swipe at a kid sometimes you just got to punch a care bear in the face to get things done and that's life you know that's how it is and not a lot of people have the stomach for that unfortunately richard lewis was born to do it molded by it this victory that has defeated you so anyway um so Dig Life was the uh, investment company that came in, right? And um, you can see here, uh, Dig Life pledged to help NIP when the leadership team of Robert Hjelmer, Emil Christensen, that's Heaton, and Per Lillifeld asked for support to help turn the financial situation around. NIP and Dig Life shared no payment sources uh, for players. Dig Life had no involvement in player contract negotiations and no knowledge of player demands or resignation letters. This may have not been clear to players at that time as the day-to-day -day management team created the perception that Dig Life was the reason for all unpopular decisions made by the organization. Now, so again, what they're doing here is, oh, look, Dig Life came in, but we definitely had nothing to do with any of the decision-making process. I'll just present this to you. You're a guy who already works in esports. You have your own company, your own money. You get asked to come into a company as an investor. Your money is going to literally save this organization. That's, as Fifth Lauren described it in the podcast, the Barcelona of CSGO. Do you say, yep, absolutely, but with only one exception. I have fuck all to do with spending any of it. Like, guys, I don't know about this. I don't know about that being a uh, a, a realistic um, agreement. I'll also say, uh, as as you'll probably get a little hint of at the end, 
I'll I'll also add. I mean, there there were the people from Dig Life did have direct conversations with players. They did. They had direct conversations with with players when we were talking about uh, Makalela potentially coming in. It's no coincidence he was over at LGB, where Dig Life had had ties. You know what I mean? It's come on, wake up. Um, actions of the new NIP management team from 2016 onwards. The current management team of NIP was set fully in place only in, 20, in, in June 2016 when it became clear that more oversight was needed to ensure that the team was running smoothly and all commitments to players and partners would be fully honoured and carried out. After this management shift, we focused on cleaning up any outstanding issues that were brought to our attention, including paying all players any due amounts, starting a full and thorough process with the Swedish tax authorities, and putting in place structures for each individual player to handle their financial earnings properly. We also began a full review of all legal documents, including a review with professional legal advisors of all player contracts to improve the quality of operations. That was completed and implemented in all new contracts starting at the end of 2016. So, okay, good. You were a business that was on the precipice of having people go to jail for violating Swedish tax laws. <laughs> um, you uh, still didn't make, even though you had members from Stockholm Esports Productions come on over into the new Ninjas in Pajamas AB, you still didn't make right any of those debts. Now, you don't have to legally, but the fact it's the same people... And the fact it's the same players that you owe, uh, and not just players, of course, uh, some staff too. And and again, what happened with Anders, his story to tell. I'm going to keep, now that he's fit and healthy, I'm going to give him a few digs to his gentle baby kidneys. And be like, tell a story, tell a story. I'm persuasive. I'll make him, I'll make him spill the beans. Um, uh, So it's great that you sorted everything out in 2016. Heaton was in court. In 2015. So, you know, it's it's not like there's this like, huge amount of distance and time. Um, very strange. Uh, but, but fair enough. I'm glad you decided finally when the chickens were coming home to roost to try and fix some of it. But not all of it got fixed. PayPal account. The infamous PayPal account. Nip... And Fifth Lauren, that's coming up with the PayPal account. The account used for the purpose of collecting funds for the Go for Balkan charity was never created access or owned by anyone on the current management team of NIP. Very fucking vague, that. This, this is money <laughs> that was raised for a charity that went missing. You can't just do, say that. <laughs> we never touched it. It was done in our name. I mean, yeah. We, but we never went in the PayPal account. We know it was robbed, <laughs> but we're not going to say anything further about that because we don't have to. That's ridiculous. Like, we need, I mean, completely separate to all of the NIP stuff. This is potentially defrauding uh, money under the guise of charity, which in most parts of the world is a very serious crime. 
which will have uh, jail time, you know, for example, in America, you know, all those crazy fucking GoFundMes and Kickstarters where people go, oh, I'm dying, I'm dying, uh, help me, I'm dying, and then everyone, oh, here you go, here's 20 grand, stop dying, and it <laughs> I wasn't dying, <laughs> I wasn't, and they just keep the money, you know, like, that's a crime, you go to jail for that, you don't just get to go, oh, come on, though, if I was dying, you know, you don't, you, you know what I mean? It's fucking stupid. So the idea that, like, in this statement, best thing, just don't bring up the PayPal account at all. Um, because when you say current management as well, it's like, wait, but Peter, Peter's still at NIP, right? So what are you saying? He never accessed the PayPal account? But he was running the whole thing. So that makes no sense. Oh, we mean management. <laughs> you know what I mean? We don't include... Right, right. So that's just very strange, that bit. And the the, the, the go for Balkan uh, story is its own thing. Like, when I'm, when I'm thinking about uh, writing up the, the complete history of NIP and the story of it and all of their wrongdoings, I'm legitimately gonna just have an entire chapter by itself on the gopher bulk and stuff because listen there, there's also this i've never said peter did it but there was definitely something wrong with the screenshots he released to exonerate himself and he they were altered they were they were not they didn't match up with other screenshots that we had from the the, the paypal so this now, now, now listen, if you were innocent of something but couldn't prove it, and you could doctor something and it would make people leave you alone, and this is all theoretical, not saying Peter did any of this, um, sure. You know, I, I, I almost think fair enough. <laughs> I don't have any faith in the court of public opinion either, because it's found me guilty of shit that never happened. So, you know, fine. But, um, it, but it's a terrible look. It is a, it is a, it is a terrible, terrible look, and um, I, I, th this whole thing is still a mess with so many unanswered questions. Like you do a charity drive, you uh, take the, the the money's in a communal PayPal account, then a PayPal account gets shut down, and you have to use another communal paypal account it's done using the brand of a very respected esports organization who absolutely refute having anything to do with it now and the person who was running it all says he, he doesn't really know can't really account for the money but also happened to buy a new car with cash at a, at a car dealer a very expensive car in the middle of it all and the only evidence that we had that the money got to the place it was was a couple of photographs of a house that supposedly got rebuilt in the aftermath of a flood i don't know chief it looks fishy the whole thing reeks to high heaven and it's never been fully uh, resolved by anybody this was a classic esports example of this will go away shut up it'll go away don't talk kill it with silence so bringing it up again not smart bringing it up again say no management ever touched it or had anything to do with it no current management i think they're playing a game i, I, I think i think they're using the word management in a very clever way or what they think is a clever way anyway nip and fifth lauren
The organize so they finally do say his name right at the end. Still though, they've distanced it so far from the opening sentences and the title, you couldn't go oh, you wouldn't think Fiflarum was the reason that we were releasing this statement, right? The organization parted ways with Robin Fiflarin Johansson in 2014, and we have settled all outstanding financial obligations on September 20th, 2016, after receiving his invoice four days earlier. Our current management team has worked with Robin during his time at Twitch and has offered a welcome back to the organization to work with the teams in 2017. Obviously, Robin's not going to go back uh, after a negative experience. And again, for if you, when you say all outstanding obligations, it's not all outstanding obligations. It is specifically Ninjas in Pajamas AB's outstanding obligations. By the way, the fact that it took till 2016 to settle uh, debts that went back to the start of 2015, literally January 2015, is outrageous. Um, you know, like, all the interest that you lose on that when it's not in your bank, all the inconveniences for not having that money, I'd still lawyer up and, and, I'd, and I'd win if I was Robin. It's not good enough, is it? It's nearly two years of deferred payments. Some of that money should never have been in your bank account in the first place, by the way. Valve, this is another un, uh, sort of unknown little tidbit. One of the things Valve do now for the player sticker money is they don't like giving it to orgs. And this was off the back of this. Because even Valve can, like, I, I, I remember when I did the story, it must have been collusion of poker, I think, after I broke the NIP story. Because we talked about a few things there in person. I did my personal appeal for swag and the I buy power guys, where I presented a case to basically say unban them, and, and Valve basically laughed in my face um, and told me not to, not to do it. Thanks for the $25, Lipscomb B88. I remember you. Great work here. Don't let the Reddit BS distract you. This is real important shit and we appreciate you and your efforts. I know, dude. I expect anyone who's going to come to the stream feel that way. Um, and, it's, and again, the donation's definitely appreciated. Uh, the mob, though, can definitely go fuck itself. They're all sucking my dick right now. Um, because that's just their way. Uh, but it's like I say, it, it's meaningless. When the mob is praising you and throwing flowers from the window, they're the same cunts who will pelt you with fucking their own shit in a week if somebody tells them with, without any verification, no, but the bald man's bad now. Boo, boo. And you don't even know why. That's the mob, like. So fuck them. Um, anyway. Uh, so the, 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 uh, 20... Uh, you know, the fact that it took you nearly two years to settle this money uh, is is uh, crazy. Um, it, you know, it's just not good enough. You're not even a real journalist. And, uh, right. you know, it's, it's good that you About did. Three months. But the, the whole point is, like, when you, when you absorbed Stockholm Esports Productions, you weren't willing to absorb their debts, evidently. Because, like Robin says, and, and other players are going to come forward, you know, by the way, guys. He's not just going to be Robin. Like, Freiburg's out now, right? Can't wait to hear what he's got to say, and he will say something. Thanks for the $5, dude. However, you aren't entitled to this money until September 20, 2020. Yeah, very Maybe. good. Yeah, exactly. Twitch ain't going to pay it to me. You've, you put a special message there. Um, so, you know, it, it's not good enough. And they're trying to make it sound like it's a positive. They're trying to make it sound like it's a positive. That, you know, we settled all outstanding financial obligations. But you haven't.
not all of them. Um, and I and I, I wonder as well about some of the other issues, um, about some of just the general fairness, because it's like I said, when you when you look at the original contracts from that time, where's the merchandising money? You know, when when the Nip brand is doing a McDonald's advert, a commercial. You're not even um, real journalism. And it's it's because right. of a community vote. You get all of that. You get all the plaudits. You get all of the money. You get all the shirt sales. You get you know you get all the merchandising. You know whatever comes out of it. Players won't get him fuck all. That's that's crazy to me. That is so crazy to me. So there's also like almost a fucking concept of reparations here, <laughs> you know, because you they treated these guys unfairly. Um, you know, that's before we even get to the prize money cuts and. You know, imagine it. Like, if you uh, if you finish fourth, or or worse, we just take forty percent of your prize money. Like, suck all the knobs. Like, it, it's really fucked up. Uh, but anyway, it's very nice that they actually finally settled all of those debts that were outstanding. Um, and then he goes, as an organization, it's our goal that Nip isn't just known as a legacy brand in esports, but a team that treats everyone who works with us with respect and fair treatment. We'll continue to talk openly and honestly with our players and fans about these and any outstanding issues. But ask that anyone else feels mistreated by the organization in the past gives us a chance to address these concerns. So fair enough. They're saying, like, don't, now's the time. Let's clean house. Now's the time. Now, of course, we all know that there's other teams right now where there was some crazy bullshit with. Um, you know, I've talked privately about what happened with the Dota coach. You know, that did that seemed to be a misunderstanding based on a verbal uh, agreement. And I trust PPD. And PPD came out and said, listen, you know, the coach got it in his head. It was one thing and it weren't. It was another. But now, other games, and I can't say, but, you know, other shooters, right? Two of them. Bullshit. I saw a contract today. Uh, from another one of their teams, not the one that got duped into wearing the tag. I saw it, it made my eyes spin a like journalism. a fruit machine. Let me um, let me actually just read you an extract. I get home to an RL stream for the second day in a row. Where was the bit? Um, right. So. It, it says, like, some of it doesn't need, the wording is absolute cancer as well. Um, but, it, so, one of the salaries, it said, it said, basically, the salary was $750 uh, a, a, a month, which for this game might be fine. But the next thing was, it said to get an additional $250... You had to stream for 15 hours um, on on their chosen platform a, a month. And then they'd pay you an additional $250 if you do this additional work for them. So that was, that was pretty bad. That's like some weird, like, we're going to give you $1,000, um, but we're not really. We're going to give you 750 and if you hit your 15 hours streaming, we'll give you 250 on top. Then, 
uh, when it said the prize money, I don't even understand the wording of this. Maybe, maybe chat, maybe you can help me unfuck my, my mind here. It says the team will receive 30% of the team prize money earned by the player. The player will receive the remaining 70% of the team prize money divided with his teammates. What? What does that mean? Am I losing my mind? Have I, have I, have I, has my box gone? D does that make any sense to any of you? D when it says team, does it mean org? Is that, is that why it's fucking my head? Is it, yeah, does team mean organization? So basically, they take the 30% off the top, and then they divide the 70% between the teammates. So it's not a 70-30 split, it's worse than that. It's worse than that. Because... It, it, you get right so you're the team you they're not doing like let's here's here's the prize money and then we take 30 percent individually and all that they're saying raw numbers we get the 30 percent right at the top at the high end you yeah so so that's you know that's pretty fucking bad um and then wait what was there was something else in this Oh, wait, yeah, here it was. Uh, yeah, play the, the transferal of rights, which my my favorite selection of any contract. Um, and basically, it just says that for the, uh, for the uh, duration of this agreement, they have uh, non-revocable, but right, so th this is this is like nothing I've ever seen before as well when it comes to player rights. It says it's non-revocable, it's transferable, it's sublicensable, and the rights are completely exclusive, and they can record uh, and use the uh, any gameplay footage of the player in any context, their name in any context, their likeness in any context, and their voice in any context for the production of any content they want. So... That, that I'd never seen it transferable before. Transferable literally means if we have a business partner, we can transfer your rights, your image rights to them. So, you know, on the surface, you go, oh, well, they need my rights to promote me. That's true. So you say, hey, NIP, you, here's my rights. Um, and then they go, yep, no problem, brilliant, we're going to use you to promote NIP. Then let's say NIP sign an evil sponsor i don't know what what's what's an evil product uh that nobody would want to be associated with i don't know like just fucking bleach that that i don't know not final mouse no you idiots yeah like not even g2a i'm talking about something really bad like just fucking acid you know like just kills people uh you know what i mean like just yeah just something yeah just anal bleach there you go now you might not want your face to be 
the face of anal bleach used in beauty salons all around America, but they could now transfer your image, your photo, your face to that company, you know, sparkles anal bleach, and they can create a commercial where your head comes out of the ring, like, like that, and you've got to live with it. Your head coming out an ass sparkles anal bleach for the rest of your life. Or for the, for the duration of this contract. But the commercial will always exist. Transferable image rights. That's some crazy shit. So just saying. Thank you. I'm glad we got there. I knew bleach. Anal bleach. I knew we could, I knew we could do something with it. So um, anyway. Back to this. Back to their statement. Right? Because yeah, I know they're yeah, trying to compartmentalize it. And say, yo, tie this off. Right. This is like, you know... Uh, 2013, 2016, it's a, it's a new dawn, it's a new age, and it's signed, Hitchum uh, Chahain, Chahin, I've never been able to pronounce his surname, I just always call him Hitchum, sorry about that buddy, uh, the CEO of Ninjas in Pajamas, now, that name is obviously familiar, because it's the Dig, he's Mr. Dig Life, He's Mr. Diglight. You're not even a real journalist. Um, so first of all... That's right. If I were to meet you in real life, I'd do to you what you'd do to <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Your speeches are as good and cause the same effect, Kappa Pride. Awesome. Get get on those knees. Right, so Hitchum... Yeah, Hitchum Kaching. <laughs> I think I'm going to start calling him now. Hitchum Kaching. That's very good, Z5M. You're, you're a smart cookie. Uh, Hitchum Kaching. Um, so look, right? Like, he... So they said Dig Life came in, in 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 back then with the old guy. Well, he's the he's the guy who owns Dig Life. Like he owns eighty four percent of Dig Life. Like so, it, you know, that's why at the start he's going, oh, it's all totally separate, and you know, right? But that isn't even the crazy bit. So I went through the documents, right, and I was like, okay. Um, can I can I show this uh, on on? Uh, let me see if I can just. I, I don't know if it'll link. Hang on. So I went through the old documents, right? And I was like, okay. That name is so familiar. So hang on, here it is. Will this work? Nah, didn't think it would. Right, I'll have to download it, right? Hang on. So, the name was so familiar that I went back in the old contracts today. You're um, not even a real journalism. And these are the ones that That's they right. signed in 2014 that Fifth Lauren was talking about. So, these are the ones that they signed in 2014, back, back when we were, like, going to new NIP. Which, according to this guy, he, as far as he's concerned, new NIP is the old NIP, and they don't do they don't do that shit like that no more, right? But here's the problem. This is from the Ninjas in Pajamas, the new nin business plan for 2014 and 2015. Look at this job roles. Who's this guy? Hitchum. How many Hitchums are there at this company, dudes? And it says he's the owner. Ensure, it says he's the owner and his job is to, to look after the economy. 
so you've just put a statement out going that was the old nip <laughs> that was the old nip like none of, nothing to do with the new look you, you're there you're listed in 2014 as the owner dudes <laughs> like i don't know what to say like it, this isn't even was was this a joke? Was this a lie? That you were that you were around back then? Hitchum is a very common name. Maybe. It, spoiler, it's the same Hitchum. I'm, I'm not saying... <laughs> I'm not saying... Uh, when I say... Is, is it a different Hitchum? No, it is the same Hitchum. Um, and, and it says there, he's the owner and handles the economy. Ensures a stable economic environment. Supplies solution for Gustav and Emil to do their job without worrying about back-end operations. So, remember as well, in that statement, where it said, oh, we were also, like, the whole dig life thing had nothing to do... What do you mean, you provided solutions? what type of solutions you know like you were cr creating solutions to problems so that sounds like you were pretty fucking involved so this 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 by the way was like literally this was like five minutes this was like wait wait hitchum 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 what's he said let me dig into the fucking dead man's drive Oh, look, there he is. <laughs> like, so fuck knows what else I'll find. Uh, Fifth Lauren tweeted something out uh, today. Uh, what did he say? Uh, let me, let me, I haven't even talked to him today. Um, where was it? Oh, has he deleted it, the tweet? I think he's deleted it. He put a tweet out saying something like, oh, um, Hitchum deleted the, the DMs that that we had i think he, yeah it looks like he's deleted the tweet um but apparently yeah but apparently like after the interview hitchin went through and deleted a bunch of old dms but fifflaren already had had them screenshotted so oh yeah there it is thank you So, this is my story about my time in NIP. The NIP CEO released a statement earlier today, but I wonder, if he's so innocent, why is he going to remove conversations between him and I? Oh, well, shame I screenshotted all of it. Be sure to check out the vid. Much love. So, I'm going to get them eventually. Like, obviously, I'm going to get all of that. So, why would you do that? Not even a real Nothing to hide here. We, had no, we weren't even That's doing right. anything before 2016. You have a and... For who gets the hard drive in case of many accidents. So you know and then on top of that the other thing that's come out and this is what i mean about how they're all they're all gonna come forward i think eventually and talk about it you know makalela tweeted out we saw that while we were doing the the broadcast but um this shows you you know exist is is a smart guy richard's always been smart he said um uh watching watching this just makes me sick my departure, like almost everyone's, wasn't handled pretty either. Kudos to Fifth Lauren for opening up about our story, and I'm backing him 100% on this. Old, new, whatever. Nip family, Beakface, and then Edward Snowden. 
Edward Snowden. So leaks are coming. Like, I mean, this is like, I can't even, <laughs> I'm, I can't even start writing them up. I can't even write them up uh, to keep up with this. It's just going to be more and more and more. Freiburg's on vacation. <laughs> Wait till he gets back. I'm sure Adam's going to say something. Would be crazy if he didn't. Him and Fifth were like that. So this is this is like, you know they've com you know they've completely fucking done it, haven't they? Like it's like for me, I I, I think trying to um, create this idea that it was like some rogue elements within the business that aren't there anymore. Like Hitchum, you've been there for fucking how long, dude? I've just shown you, you're named as the owner in the 2014 business plan. Yet you're saying, oh, nothing to do with us. You signed it. So anyway. Oh. Yeah, which hit him? Just crazy, man. So I, yeah, I, I, I had to address it because I knew immediately that the statement had like bullshit in it. I was like, uh, the timeline doesn't add up here because you've been around for quite a while, Hitchum. Um, and again, pitched as one of the good guys, pitched as one of the guys who was gonna fucking uh, save it, and 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 maybe did financially, but. Uh, certainly was around at the time things were going bad for the players definitely played a part per lilyfeld was easily the guy that they just scapegoated out of it piece of shit no doubt never like that guy but um you know turns out the dudes who stuck around were just as fucking guilty as well so 